In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Monday of the twelfth week in the ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the twentieth day of June, 2022. Let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell among us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Friends in Christ, the title of my homily today is Be Responsibly Prayerful and Be Prayerfully Responsible. Be responsibly prayerful and be prayerfully responsible. The first reading today is taken from the second book of Kings, chapter 17, from verse 5 to verse 8, verse 13 to verse 15, and verse 18. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 7, from verse 1 to verse 5. Dear friends in Christ, it's good to be prayerful. God wants us to be prayerful. I urge you to be prayerful. It is a wonderful thing to be prayerful. But beyond being prayerful, we must also be responsible for our actions and be committed to the cause of the society in which we live. Whether the ecclesiastical society or the civil society or the traditional society. Wherever you find yourself, remember that you have a role to play. The life you live either add to the blessings or the curses of that society. And so, in as much as we pray for God to change things, we have significant and very fundamental roles to play. If the desired change we want from God will ever come to pass. In the very gospel reading today, Jesus says to his disciples, as he says to us, Judge not that you may not be judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And the measure you give will be the measure you get. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First, Take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of the eye of your brother. Yes. We cannot condemn others for their sins, for their evils, and blame the chaos, the misfortunes, the afflictions in our society on today on other people why we fold our hands and watch things go bad what do you do consciously purposely in your family to make things good to make experience fine to make life beautiful for all Do you care about the way your children are growing? Or do you leave everything to the trainings they get in the church and in the school? 
What is your contribution to the life of your spouse? Apart from the emotional and the material dimension of it. Are you creating your home a conducive environment to be habitable? I mean a conducive and habitable environment for those who live in that home. How is your, what is your contribution in the church? Aside your joining different societies, aside your care for the sick, aside your prayerful life, aside your material contribution to the growth of the church, does your lifestyle make the church community a better place to live in? Beyond praying for Nigeria, beyond condemning our leaders, civil leaders, traditional leaders, Teachers in the schools, physicians, taxi drivers, businessmen, aside blaming them for their own faults, their flaws, their limitations, their sins. What do you do to make the human society a better place to live in? How committed are you to your civil responsibilities? For instance, in Nigeria, soon we shall be having the elections. Do you just fold your hands and pray for God to select the best of leaders for the nation and you stay aloof in the course of the whole process that will lead to the emergence of different leaders for the nation? Or are you actively involved and your involvement in, in accordance with God's own will? Not according to the way men do, do it. To be responsibly prayerful is to pray as God would want you in all circumstances concerning every situation in the society of today. Concerning the situations around your family, around your church. And to be prayerfully responsible means uh, that you are you know, intentional and your purpose driven in your relationship with the different facets of the human society. That you are intent on carrying out your responsibilities with a view to impacting the desired change as will by God. And in line with God's will and mandate. Beloved children of God, until we are able to reconcile these two, it will be difficult to create the kind of society and environment we desire and will pray for every day. Inasmuch as we do not neglect our prayer life, we must also, in addition to our prayer life, concretize that which we pray for every day. God allowed Assyria to run down Israel and take the Israelites into captivity because everyone went contrary to the will of God. They derailed from the statutes and the covenant they had with God and the statutes God laid down for them. And with all the warnings from the prophets, nobody thought it wise to go back to the ways of God. This is what informed the wrath and the anger of God against his people. That he could allow a foreign kingdom, a pagan kingdom, Assyria, to run down his own people and take them into captivity, scattering them around the world. 
I'm sure there were prayerful people in that society among the Israelites. But they didn't match this with concrete, responsible lifestyle that conflicts, that challenges the ungodly way of life introduced by the kings. Beloved children of God, if we watch with our hands folded, evil, grow, wickedness, injustice, partiality, nepotism, biases, exam practices, bribery, corruption, man, no man to continue to grow. No matter how prayerful we are, our society will continue to degenerate into the state that is undesirable by everyone. God is inviting you and I today to get actively involved. Let us listen to the warnings that God is bringing to us through the mouthpiece of his in our generation, the prophets of our time, especially the teaching authority of the church. Let us go back to the drawing board and begin to retrace our steps and return to God our Father. Let us renew our covenants with Him and keep to the terms of the covenant. Let us realize that though we are in the world, we are not of the world. We are the people of God, chosen and consecrated to Him. And so we must imbibe the lifestyle of the consecrated. We must be different from the people of the world. We must salvage our world. We must salvage our generation by the way we live our life. So that when God visits our land with his anger and wrath, like it happened in the time of Abraham, God may find a few for whose sake he will save our generation, he will save our nation, he will save our families, and he will save our churches through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always. And do remember always, God is inviting you to be responsibly prayerful and to be prayerfully responsible. Do have a fruitful new week.